0: Hello everybody, this is Pastor Joe of Word of Prayer Cultural Center in Largo, Maryland. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. It is my prayer that you are both blessed and enriched by what you hear. Feel free to share with friends and family, and also feel free to follow us on our social media outlets, Facebook and Instagram. Our social media handle is at W-O-P-C-C. Visit us online at Wopsy.Church. God bless and happy listening. Yeah, we want to welcome you. We want to thank you. Uh, God is continuing to move. God is continuing to uh, do His thing. So we've got to continue to do ours. Hallelujah. Um, also, we want to uh, remind you that uh, as you have joined in with this part of the worship experience and as we're about to get into the word, also giving is a part of worship. And so um, now is a time where you can pull out your phone and go uh, to the app called Cash App. Dollar Sign Wapsie is what you can use to be a blessing um, and to be in obedience with the word of God concerning giving Also, if you don't have Cash App and you want to use PayPal, the email address that we have connected to that is WAPC, W-O-P-C-C, at AOL.com. Amen? Amen. Once again, thank God for technology. But there is uh, indeed a word from the Lord, and just as we have kicked off Um, our new series on Wednesdays, we are now kicking off a new series uh, for our Sunday morning worship experiences. I don't know if you've heard, uh, but the word has already got around of the title uh, of this message, um, but uh, also the title of this series, and this is part one today. So if you're tuned in today, you picked a good day to tune in. This is only the third series uh, that we have Uh, experienced or will experience so far for the year. And so uh, Bishop brought to my attention uh, the prophetic value of our teachings here at WAPSE. Because in 2020, from January 1st uh, until the stay-at-home order was issued in a way that no longer allowed us to gather, there were two series that went forth. And the first one was Graced for the Fire and the second one graced for the darkness. And so um, Bishop was explaining uh, that as he hears the governor uh, use the term darkness, and as he hears uh, preachers now talk about and, and teach about navigating this darkness that we found ourselves in, he couldn't help but see how Wapsi was ahead of the curve. And God literally prepared us for what he knew we would have to endure in 2020. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing that as for this year, leading up to the pandemic, God told us two things. He said, listen, in January, he told us, your grace for the fire. And then he told us, you're graced for the darkness. I'm just so glad about it. I'm so glad that God was looking out for us in a way that he gave us what we needed even before we needed it. Isn't that just like God? How many of you know that this this did not uh, catch God by surprise? He literally prepared us for what he knew that we would have to endure uh, so far in 2020. And in that, you are graced Not only to navigate this season, but additionally, you are graced to win in this season. Anybody in agreement with me on that? You are graced in that our Savior will meet you in the fire. Amen. He will free you in the fire. And he will get glory out of your fire experience. Amen? Just ask the three Hebrew boys. I'm so glad that God will get glory out of my fire experience. That means that everything is going to be all right. Amen? I come here to remind you of some things that God has told us in month one to prepare us for month three. Indeed, he's in our tomorrow on yesterday. Somebody say, I am am graced. I am graced. Hallelujah. You are graced. You are graced in that uh, in the darkness, his word is a lamp unto your feet, and his word is a light unto your path. His word lamps up your feet is what we said, and it lights up your path. It shows you where you're going, but it also guides you. On how to get there. Amen. And remember, his word lamps you up, uh, lamps up your feet because he wants you literally to depend on him every step of the way. Don't you feel like we're in a time where we literally have to depend on him? every step of the way, you feel me? Listen, we don't know what order will be issued week to week. We don't know how long we'll have to wear our masks. We don't know when schools will open back up and what the summer will look like. We don't know when we'll be able to gather again in church. We don't know when change is going to come. We don't know what tomorrow holds. But aren't you so glad that we know who holds tomorrow? Hallelujah. And just like he was in our march back in January, just like he prepared us at the top of the year for such a time as this, that same God has already made provisions for our April and our May and our June. Rest assured that that same God has already curated provision before anybody created a problem. He's already spiritually litigated every. Everything that you need before any piece of legislation has gone to Congress. Come on, somebody. Our God supplies regardless of stimulus. Our God keeps promises regardless of pandemic. Our God will cause you to triumph, smack dab in the middle of turmoil. I'm preaching better than my tenor lessons, saying amen. For his word says in 2 Corinthians 2, now thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph. Hallelujah. I speak triumph over your life in the name of Jesus. Always, all seasons, all times, as a believer of the living God and a doer of his most holy word, triumph shall be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad about it. Thank you, Lord, for preparing us. Thank you, Lord, for providing for us. Thank you, Lord, for being in our tomorrow on yesterday. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, and Wapsie, I must say that grace looks good on you. Grace looks good on you. Listen, fireproof looks good on you. Light looks good on you. That lamp that you're walking around with, it looks good on you. It's matching in everything. <laughs> Wopsy, listen, God prepared us somebody. God prepared us. Bishop said he knew, He knew uh, that something was coming. When that grace for the darkness came, he said he just knew. Thank you. He, he knew it was something to that thing. He said, when you preached it, I just it was it was something about it. And I knew that something was attached to that grace for the darkness. He said that he knew that something was coming and he knew that something was about to happen. Aren't you so glad? that the two series that were preached leading up to this was to prepare us for such a time as this. Yeah. God, we thank you. Amen. And so this morning, I introduce you to our third series uh, in this year of greater grace. How many of you know it's still the year of greater grace? It's still the year of Amos 9.13. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's still the year of greater grace. So, we have learned that we are grace for the fire. We have learned that we are grace for the darkness, and now we will endeavor to learn that we are graced for the assignment. This is number 3. And if number 3 is anything like the first two, then you ought to tune in because that means that God is preparing us again. Amen. So, so graced for the assignment and this one has a cool subtitle or nickname if you will and that is batteries included batteries included uh yeah i know you've heard of batteries not included perhaps on a commercial or an advertisement for a particular product uh, or game or device but what if i told you that when it comes to the grace that is on your life for which God has assigned to you, the batteries are included. <laughs> okay, so, so, so it has been made clear to us that during this time of quarantine, a lot of us will find ourselves where? At home. Mm-hmm. A lot of us will find ourselves not having to report to work, but it has been an assignment of mine, if you will, to remind Wopsy and bring attention and awareness to the believers and to the body of Christ that we are what? Home, but not off. Amen. We're home, but we're not off. We may uh, have been relieved from our occupational assignments, but we are reminded that there is still and maybe even uh, uh, now more than ever before work to be done as it relates to kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, souls still need to be saved during quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Evangelism still has to be executed during quarantine. There still has to be teaching in turmoil. There still has to be preaching in pandemic. People can't be wondering where is the worship and waiting for encouragement that never comes. There is a kingdom assignment, even and especially in times like these. And beloved, you have been graced for whatever part you play in terms of your assignment. You have been graced. Hallelujah. In 1 Samuel 17, we, we, we learn about David, and, and we may get into the details of the story later uh, for those who don't know, but David, he was relieved of his occupational assignment uh, uh, so that he was able to do something that he was obviously called and assigned by God to do, all right? David uh, was not, by the world standards, equipped, But David was graced. He was the youngest in the camp. He was the smallest in stature, but he was graced by God. Amen? Some of you are stressing because you're looking at the tools that you have in your drawer in comparison to what God has called you to build. But I come here to tell you on this morning, on April 19th in the year of our Lord 2020, that grace closes the gap. Amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grace closes the gap. The gap. Grace closes the gap. Grace will cause God to get glory out of your story. Amen? And so I want you to look at Ephesians 4. Uh, We're going to look first at verse number 1, and then we're going to take a look at verses 11 through 12. That's Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verse number 1, and then we're going to jump down to verses 11 through 12. Amen. All right. And this is what it says in the New King James Version. It says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called if we skip down to verse number 11 it says and he himself gave some to be apostles some prophets some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for what for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry this sounds familiar wopbi right Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. Again, he gave some apostles. He gave some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Why? Well, verse 12 tells us, for the equipping of the saints and for the work of ministry. Over over time, you guys, uh, especially uh, during this quarantine One thing that I have realized is that I am graced for my assignment. That's one thing that has been made very clear to me. I'm not, you know, confused about what it is that I'm called to do. I'm not in a place of um, maybe thinking that I'm in error. I know Uh, that I'm exactly uh, where God has called me to be, doing exactly what he's called me to do. And I've realized, especially in times like these, that I am graced for my assignment. I am graced to pastor, I am graced to shepherd, I am graced to pastor this church in this dispensation of time. I am graced to pastor during pandemic. I know for sure that I'm doing what I was called to do, and there is a grace that comes with that. And it's an enablement that far exceeds my ability. But because I am operating under that which God has called me to, what comes with it is a grace that enables me to do what I otherwise would not be able to do, but I'm able to do because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play that back if you need to later. But I'm so grateful for the grace that comes with this thing because it's so much bigger than me. And, and, and oftentimes my wife and, and, and people uh, close to me will, will, will marvel and ask, how, how do you do this? How? Listen, truth is I got the same question. Why? Because <laughs> it's not me. It's grace. And I'm here to tell you that you have been graced for whatever you've been called to do so much so that people around you will marvel and want to know how you do it. And that's when you can let them know that it's nothing but the grace of God. There's a grace that is attached to your assignment. God will not send you anywhere without sending grace along with you. Amen. Amen. And I believe, you all, uh, that we are in a season and a time uh, where those who are wearing a collar without a calling are being exposed. Say that again. I believe that, you know it. It's easy when you can just, you know, come, come, come to church and, you know, but, but I believe that we are in a season and a time where those who are wearing a collar without a calling are being exposed, you know, uh, those who weren't sent, they just went, you know what I'm saying? Those, uh, those who were pressured into pastoring, you know, or, or those who were handed it down to them as if it's a matter of lineage and not of calling, Amen. Can I talk about it for a moment? You can switch to somebody else's live if this is too much for you. But listen, check this out. Somebody asked me uh, recently, and I've been asked for the last, I feel like, two years and two months. uh, Is four next? I don't know. I, 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 this is not. So, I just so happen to be called to the same thing that my father was called to. But this is not a matter of lineage. I'm not the pastor because I'm Joseph Earl Gray 3rd I'm the pastor because I'm called of God. On, and so Joseph Earl Gray fourth, if he does not have the same calling, then he will not, op- I would not wish that on my son or anybody else to operate in a position like this and not be graced for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. This is not a plaything. This is not something that we hand down. This is not something that's a part of lineage. This is created by calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so you have to be careful because so often, especially growing up in the church, uh, people will try to assign you to a five-fold ministry that God did not assign you to. You get up and and, and and you're you're young and you get up there and you do the welcome good. And and somebody at the church, oh, baby, you a preacher. You know, you get up and, and you're doing praise and worship and you exhort and you got everybody going. Oh, you called to be a pastor. I can see it all along oh god bless you but what does god see for my life because what you see may not be what i'm graced for and that is too dangerous of a place to be outside of grace oh beloved but when i'm graced for this thing i can operate in it with sweatless victory it's not always easy but i'm always graced it's not always simple but i'm always graced and so therefore i'm able to do what it is that i'm called to do And so stop listening to Lottie, Dottie, and everybody who comes and tells you what you're called to be. That's right. If it's a, a, a confirmation, okay, let it be what it is. But you got to get your source of information from God before you get confirmation from anybody else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and so I know, I know it. I've seen it before uh, that even in regards to pastoring, that is a calling that is separate from preaching. I've seen a wonderful, magnificent, extraordinary preachers fail at pastoring because somebody pushed them into pastoring, but they were called to preach. They were called to assist in the work of the ministry, they were not called to shepherd. And now, here you are failing at something that really you could be great in if you were operating on the right side of that thing. I want to be operating in grace. And if I'm not grace for it, I need to get out of it. That's right, that's right. Come on. You know, I, 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 have, I have a remarkable amount of respect for uh, somebody I know who realized that they jumped out there. They were eager. They, they, they had a calling, but they decided that they wanted to start a church. And in so doing, they began to start a church, and they had people coming. But it got to the point where that thing was so heavy, and they did not have the grace to carry it. And they realized um, that they operated outside of the will of God. And it's remarkable to me that they released the statement, and they closed their church, and, and, and then they began to excel in what they were actually called to do. I mean, I have big respect for that because, listen, I'm not—embarrassment <laughs> is a choice. I'd rather be in the will of God than be embarrassed by men. So I don't care how far along you are in whatever it is that you're in. If you're not graced for it, don't worry about embarrassment. Don't worry about what the people will say. Just be concerned about what God is saying. That's right. Amen. 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 And so, listen— I don't know. I don't know if, 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 if my son is next, as they call it. He could be, but then he could not be. I want him to operate in whatever he's graced for. Yeah. Amen? Yes, yes. Amen. And so I feel like I can take my seat, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I want to let you know that what he's given you, he's graced you for. That's, that's, that's notable if you're taking notes. What he's given you, what he's given you, not what nobody else has put on you, but what he's given you, he's graced you for. He's graced you for your assignment. All right? Can I see that camera right there and that little pack? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Now watch this. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, one of the many hats that I wear is that of photographer. Um, and uh, I have a photography company. People ask me sometimes, do you still?" Yes, I, I, I still do. I don't promote it as much because I'm focusing on other things. However, um, thank you, that, that'll that be great. <laughs> Look at God. Um, appreciate you, yep. However, I, I still do photography. This is, this is my camera, right? And as the Lord was giving me this word, um, what he said is that grace is your battery pack. Grace is, is your battery pack. And so um, he led me t- to think about my camera and about how I had this camera, right? Okay. Okay. I have this camera, this camera looks great, right? This is, this is a nice camera, if anybody knows anything about cameras, this, this, is, this is a nice camera, right? And so oftentimes what it is with our callings is that, I, you know, I have this calling and it looks great, okay? Right. However, the only way that the functionality of that thing will be operative is if I have the battery pack, okay? Travel with me. And so the only way that I can make it function properly, as good as it looks, the only way that I can make it function properly is if the battery comes with it, right? The only way that I can make it functional is if I have the battery pack, right? Because look at this. You will think that I am photographing it up, but nothing's happening because there is no battery included in that process, right? And so it's easy to look good and it's easy to look like you're in position. And so it's easy to look like you know what you're doing and to look like you're going to get the result that the people are waiting for. But when it comes time for development, when it comes time for processing, when it comes time for producing, when it comes time to bear the fruit of what you look so good doing, it's dead if there's no battery. And so he said that grace is your battery pack. And if I don't have a battery pack, I just look good. Okay? And so the problem is some of us have taken roles in and outside of the church because they look good. Okay? Some of us have taken on roles inside and outside of the church because they are fashionable, but God wants you to be functional. Amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so because we weren't grace for them, but we were attracted by the fact that they were fashionable, we have become dysfunctional you all. And that is operating in the fashion of something without the functionality of that thing. And so you're in position but you're lacking power. You're in position but you're lacking the power to get the job done. And so it's easy to fool people and it's easy to fake the funk, but when it comes time to produce and when it comes time to deliver a result, when it comes time to bear fruit, it becomes obvious that you are operating and you look good doing it, but your battery was dead, okay? And so he said grace is Uh, your battery pack. Without the battery, the device qualifies as dead. What if I told you uh, that a lot of us have gotten ourselves in situations that are I'm talking dead relationships. I'm talking dead jobs and other dead ends, all because we did not realize that the batteries were not included in that thing. Listen, if you are not grace, it's just as good as having this camera without the battery pack. When you're going with God, the battery is included. But when you're going outside of the wheel, you may be going and you may look good going, but the battery is not included therefore the power is not included the battery is not included therefore the grace is not included the battery is not included therefore the will to get things done really isn't there and so God's grace wasn't uh supplied in that place and that place being whatever you've called yourself to two things I can promise you I can promise you that you have a calling and an assignment. And I can also promise you that you have the grace to carry it out. And that's good news for somebody. Yeah. You needed to be reminded of that. Some of you needed to know that, that, that listen, you and your, your calling may not be one of those that's found uh, in the scripture in Ephesians and the five-fold ministry. There are so many other types of spiritual gifts and things. But I'm here to tell you that you Have one, or you have some, but you also have the grace to carry it out. Amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to let you know on today that it's so important to operate in the place of grace. I'm going to say it again. It's so important to operate in the place of grace. I'm going to say it one more time for the people uh, in the balcony of the live. Listen, it's so important to operate in the place of grace. And check this out, going back to earlier, I can't, listen, grace is not transferable. I can't share grace. You can't hope and pray grace on nobody. Grace is attached to that which you are called. Amen? Yes. And so I even want to say to you, in uh, your, 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 your practical callings, which are also spiritual callings. I want to say to the moms that are out there that feel like you're struggling and, and you feel like it's hard uh, right now, you know, having all the kids at home and it's hard uh, to do this distance learning. And it's, listen, I want to tell you to breathe. And to know that you are graced for your assignment, for all the dads out there, for for the wives out there, for the husbands out there. You can do this. You, you can be a great spouse while you're in a confinement. Listen, you can love each other and you can honor each other. And you cannot get on each other's nerves by being, you know, all close in proximity for all extended periods. You can do this. <laughs> you're graced. Listen, e- even when you want to kill him, you can, oh, I got a married married man on the, on the, on the organ there. He's he's giving me a tune. But listen, you can do this. Singles, you can do this. You can do this. Yeah, yeah, loneliness will not be your portion. No, no. Listen, the things that No, listen, you can do this, children. Get it together now. You can do this. You can you you can attend them Zoom classes. Yes, you can. The Lord that made it easier for you college students. You don't even got to get up and throw on no sweats. I mean, look presentable, especially from the waist up. But you can do this. (laughs) But in all seriousness, oftentimes a lot of us, we we stress and we worry about how we're going to be able. Able to do this. Able to do that. But I want to let you know that God is able. And I want to let you know that grace got your back. Grace, listen, grace got, grace got my back. Grace and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. And so as long as I'm living among the land of the living, I know that grace has got my back. And so breathe and, 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 and just, just be the camera. Just be available, but trust him to be the power. Trust him to be the grace. Amen. Psalm 61 and 2 says, when my heart is overwhelmed. Has anybody ever been overwhelmed? I've been overwhelmed even in my calling. Lead me, though. It says, when my heart, not if, but when my heart is overwhelmed. I believe that that's just something that God set up so that we will go to the rock. Lead me. To the rock that is higher than I, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock. Being grace does not mean you won't get tired. I don't want to fool you. It doesn't mean that you won't wear out and wear down sometime. Uh, But when you do, all you have to do, being a person of grace with batteries included, is to recharge that thing. Aren't we so glad that it's a rechargeable battery? aren't we so glad that when it dies out it really doesn't die out we just need to go to the rock and get recharged amen yeah. listen it's it's real even Jesus being as as human as he was divine he wanted the cup to be passed from him right yeah. even even in the garden when he was fasting he 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 was hungry and so he had a weak human flesh moments however when it was all said and done he was able to go to the rock and so, the thing uh that we have twisted as Christians, I believe is that when I have a photography job, I don't get to the job and then try to charge my battery. Come on. Right. I charge my battery when I don't need it so that it'll be charged when I need it, yeah, yeah. and so as Christians, a lot of us we 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 go looking for the recharge in the middle of the job. But I'm here to tell you that, that we charge it up on our downtime. We we charge it up before the assignment. We charge it up so that we will be ready for the job. And so if you want to be ready for the job, whatever the job is, mom, dad, husband, wife, single, married, child, be it practical, something that God has allowed you to be in, be it spiritual, something that God has called you to. Make sure that you are getting charged up in him for the job. Amen? (laughs) In closing, uh, I realized when I was looking through my notes and and referencing uh, the other series that we've done and everything, I realized that I had some information uh, regarding Grace for the Darkness that I didn't share, and I figured it would be great to share it because we're using a camera again, if you notice. Uh, We're using that as an illustration and as a symbolism again. And so uh, I don't know what part we left off on, but if it was three, you can call this 3.5, all right? Uh, If it was two, you can call it 2.5. But uh, what the Lord was ministering to me about that I never got to share with you all um, is about a photography proof, okay? Remember, we talked about the dark room, and, and we talked about uh, the process of development, um, and, and and so uh, the Lord laid on my heart a photography proof, and so has anybody ever done a studio session where you get a proof? Uh-huh. I know I, I know it got some... Uh, high school graduates in here, and, and you took your graduation pictures, and before you got the actual thing, you were presented with a proof, okay? A proof is a preliminary version of a printed piece. okay? It provides a close uh, representation of how the piece will appear once it is printed. And so proofs are created to ensure that the client and the printer are in complete agreement on the desired outcome before we go to print. And so I'm closing with this. God is saying uh, to some of you that I know you have been waiting on me to release the print but God is saying to somebody I'm ready to release the proof okay I know that you have had your arms open and you're ready to receive the printed version of this thing but I'm ready to release the proof not so fast I'm ready to release the proof no it's not ready yet but I want to show you what I've been working on come on somebody listen What, what is the evidence of the capture it is the proof God wants to give you evidence that I heard your cry God wants to give you evidence that you're not crazy for believing what you're believing God wants to give you evidence that yes you saw what I showed you come on somebody God wants to give you evidence of the capture even when you don't have the print in hand so that you can walk around in confidence knowing that it was captured and it was captured well knowing that it's in development and knowing that it's as good as mine even man Manifestation is a process and some of us have been looking for the complete picture and overlooking the proof. Come on. I'm going to say that again. Some of us have been looking for the complete picture and we've been overlooking the proof. I'm going to say it one more time. Some of us, listen, we have been overlooking the proof because we've been looking for the complete picture. But God is saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. In this season of quarantine, I want to slow you down so that you can see the proof come on somebody hallelujah somebody ought to give God for the praise for the proof because the proof says I want to journey with you the proof says I want to add texture to your testimony the proof says I'm adding layers to your story so that there will be layers to my glory come on somebody the proof says listen I may not have the business but I got the blueprint come on somebody I may not be balling, but I've introduced his principles to my budget. Come on, somebody. I may not have the baby, but I got the belly. Come on. And I stand before you with the proof of what God has promised. No, I don't have the picture, but I praise him because I have the proof. Somebody give him a proof praise right now in the name of Jesus. God, we ask that you would stop us and allow us to appreciate the proof. Until the picture comes, I'm standing on the proof. And the proof is the word of God. I believe what you said. I put it on my mirror. I speak it every morning. I speak it during lunchtime. And I speak it at night. Because I've got to be reminded of the proof before the picture is developed. Before I go and pick up my prints. Before the shipment comes to my house, I praise you for the proof. I praise you for the proof. I praise you for the proof. Somebody give a praise. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm thinking about a proof that God has done in my life. And that thing has not manifested totally. But I'm going to praise him for the proof. Yes, Lord, I praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you stop for a moment, you may realize Hallelujah. that you've been looking for the picture. But God says, hold on, hold on. First, got to come into agreement on the proof. Yeah, yeah. Glory. Woo. Yes, sir. Glory to yes, God. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Glory. Another thing. The thing about the photo development process is that the proofs allow for that thing to be duplicated. It means that once you get yours, you can get some more. You can cut them up. You can give them to auntie. You, you can give them to the millennials. A lot of millennials don't know what I'm talking about. But for, for those who know about the wallet size, come on, somebody. And so the duplication represents discipleship. There's a duplication that's if you, if you endure process and development, once the proof comes and then once the prints come, there's an ability for duplication. God is sending people in your life right now and oh hallelujah Jesus and he's sending them even before the prince come because he wants them to see your process of development because their process is going to be similar. And this is why we cannot exit the dark room because it's bigger than me but I got some people following me that's looking at what this process looks like. And so, don't be embarrassed to show them your negatives. Yeah. Anybody know about negatives in photography? Oh, you ever seen the negative? You look at the film, and it's like, that, that ain't what I took a picture of. I mean, if I kind of, okay, listen. Negatives are the inverse. <sighs> yeah. 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 And Brother Cam told us, those of us who watched on Peer Conference uh, virtual teaser, that the enemy... It's trying to tell you the inverse of everything that God has said about you. And so the enemy with the negatives, he's trying to get you to see the lightest part of your life as the darkest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's He's trying to get you to see the darkest as the lightest and be attracted to. Listen, no, 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 no. He is a liar. And whatever he has shown you is the opposite of what it really looks like once it develops. And so when you hold the negative up to the light, though, you get a glimpse of what the picture is really going to look like. And so I come to tell you on today that whatever negative situation or circumstance you find yourself in, then you ought to hold that situation up to the light of the word. And you'll begin to see the shapes of some things that you captured. And you'll begin to see the forms of some things that you captured. it. you'll begin... Oh, Jesus, hold your situation up to the light, which is the word of God, and you'll find out that there uh, is light in what seems to be darkness, and there is indeed joy in what seems to be pain, and, and there's increase in what I thought to be decrease. When you hold up the light, whoo. Hold it up to the light of the word, you'll find out that Psalm 84 and 11, the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace. Will give grace. Will give grace and glory. No good thing. Oh, he's a promise keeper. Will he withhold from them that walk uprightly? When you hold that thing up to the light, up to the word of God, then you'll realize, you know what? Romans 8, 28 was in line. All things do work together for my good because I love him and because I'm called according to his Isaiah 40 and 31 is true now that I'm holding it up to the light I see but they that wait yeah. upon the Lord oh. shall renew their strength scripture says they shall mount up with wings as eagles <laughs> yeah. 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 Ooh, remember Wopsy! it's about time to fly they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and never faint. <sighs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Lord. We can just worship Him right here and acknowledge Him for speaking to us. God, we thank you for speaking to us like never before. God, we believe that this was a right now word. <laughs> We believe that this was an on-time word, and I thank you that this word, Lord God, will rest in the hearts of the listeners. I thank you that this word will rest in the hearts of the believer. Lord God, I thank you that this word will be one that transforms the heart of an unbeliever. God, I thank you that this word will be one that encourages us, God. A word that will remind us of some things that you've spoken, and remind us of some things that you've shown us, God. I thank you that this word will cause us to reestablish ourselves and to get in position, God and to reestablish ourselves in the word and to get rooted and planted so we can be like a tree planted by the rivers of water bringing forth its fruit in every season. Oh God, we thank you that this word will be a word that will give us, Lord God, the charge, the jolt of energy, spiritual energy, Lord God, the battery pack, the grace that we need. God, we thank you for grace. And we thank you that whatever our assignment is, that we've been graced for it. Thank you that the batteries are included in you. The batteries are included. Everybody in agreement with that prayer in Jesus' name, shout amen. 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 God is so good. He's so good. He's so good. Listen, we thank you guys so so very much for joining us, and it is our prayer that you are blessed today. Uh, we, we don't want to take for granted, however, that everybody uh, who's watching is saved and knows Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, and so I want to offer Christ to you right now. I want to invite you in to the family of God, and if that's you, The scripture says that we must confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and we will be saved. The scripture also tells us that whosoever calls on the name of the Lord, that means even you, even you right where you are, even you uh, with what you might have uh, participated in last night, I don't know, but even you, if you call on him, he'll answer. And so right now, I want to give you that opportunity if you're saying, you know what, I need to be saved. I need to become a part of the family of God. I need to not only uh, uh, be a creation of God, but I need to be a child of God, a son, a daughter of his. I need to experience life in heaven. I need to experience abundant life on earth. It's yours if you believe and receive. And so I want you to pray this prayer with me. If that's you, Father, in the name of Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe and I confess that your son, Jesus, died on the cross for my sins so that I may have life and life more abundantly. I believe that he is seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding on my behalf. I believe that he is a risen Savior. Therefore, now I am saved. In the name of Jesus. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you're the saved of God. Come on and give him praise. And if you prayed that prayer, we would love for you to let us know by just typing that I am saved. I am saved. Uh, We also want to offer to you, though, because the Bible talks about um, the fact that uh, God does not want us to forsake the gathering of the believers. And uh, one of the fivefold ministry gifts as described in Ephesians 4 is that of pastor. And he wants you to have a pastor. He wants you to have a church family. And so I invite you at this time to become a part of our church family, the Wopsy family, Word of Prayer Cultural Center. Uh, we are a Bible-preaching, Bible-teaching, Bible-loving church. And if you would like to become a part of us, all you have to do at this time is go ahead and type, I am a part of the family. And we will see that, we will acknowledge you, we will reach out to you, and we'll welcome you with open arms. And on the day that we come back in here to worship that day of jubilee, you will be one of the reasons that we are worshiping. Amen. And so if that's you, go ahead and type that and make that happen. Uh, We have seen increase in that way so far virtually. And so we honor God for that. Amen. Oh, he's so good. He's so good, man. He's so good. Can we just give him a hand clap of praise just for being so good? Oh, he's so good, and he's so worthy to be praised. We want you to have a blessed remainder of the day, and we want you to remember that you are graced for your assignment. Amen? Amen. (laughs) Amen.